0: Sometimes on this podcast, I like to talk about current events in the 3DxChat community. Other times, I try to explore what makes different parts of the community tick. But, on occasion, I just like a good chat. This is the 3DxChat text-to-speech podcast, and this week I'll be listening to tales from one of the community's most ancient players. Welcome to another episode of the 3DxChat text-to-speech podcast. Laura TWK here once again. Thank you for joining me as I continue my voyage through the 3 DX Chat community. If you are new to the show, please allow me to introduce myself. Actually, I think I'll let ChatGPT do that for me. This is what it had to say. Laura TWK appears to be a blogger and writer based in the United Kingdom. She shares her personal experiences and insights on her blog and social media accounts, with her blog covering a range of topics, including lifestyle advice and product reviews. She appears to have a passion for exploring new places and trying out new things, and she shares her experiences with her readers in an engaging and relatable way. Well, it seems that ChatGPT has overlooked my affinity for all things lewd and naughty, but apart from that, not a bad summary. Anyways, I know I promised a kinky episode this week but I've had to shuffle that back to next episode. You might ask why. And the answer is simple. I want to make sure I get the best possible guests, and sometimes I have to adjust my schedule to fit their availability. I know it will be worth it in this case because, in two weeks' time I'll be joined by a few well-known personalities from within the BDSM community to talk all about that world. I can't wait to learn more about how that sort of lifestyle can be played out within 3DxChat. Instead, tonight I'll be joined by someone who really has seen it all during his time in the game. He's been around since the earliest days of the game and has had the opportunity to collaborate with many of the biggest names in the community. I'm sure he must have some great tales to tell us and I can't wait for him to arrive in the studio. After having a few pretty deep conversations in recent episodes, I feel like this is a good opportunity to just keep things light and breezy. Whilst we wait for him to arrive in the studio and since I'm on the topic of what's coming up, I have a fairly major announcement to make. After today's episode, we have just three more episodes until the end of season 2 of the TTS podcast. Actually, it's just three more episodes full stop, as episode 25 will mark the conclusion of the podcast. At least for the foreseeable future anyway. First and foremost, I want to say that I absolutely love doing this. I have learnt so much and met some amazing new people. Some of whom I can now genuinely call friends. But it's a lot of work to produce, and it consumes too much of my time. I miss actually being able to spend time enjoying the game because I'm too preoccupied with planning upcoming episodes, or stressing over arranging times with guests. It's simply too much for me to keep doing by myself. Okay, part of the problem is my own determination to stick to a rigid release schedule, and ensure that each episode drops at 5 pm UK time every other Monday. My thoughts are, If you are going to do something, do it properly. And that is part of my way of doing this properly. Also, I've had to deal with the pressure of knowing that I need to release enough episodes to justify the expensive subscription cost I had to pay for the text-to-speech service that I used to create this show. I could release episodes less frequently, but then the cost per episode is just way too high. So really, it was always in the back of my mind that this would be a one-year project and then that would be it. I hoped that maybe I could get some enthusiastic team members on board to take some of the pressure off me, and that that might persuade me to keep it going, but that sadly never happened. One final factor that made the decision absolutely solid in my mind was a change that the text-to-speech service recently made. They introduced a filter that blocks any text that they consider inappropriate from being converted into speech. As you can probably imagine, that's quite a problem for a sex-themed podcast. They didn't consider how sneaky I can be though and I have a workaround. However, it's a workaround that makes a long job even longer. Hopefully, I can manage that for these last few episodes though, because I've got some fun lined up to finish off the season. That should be a nice change of pace from some of the more challenging topics that we've been dealing with recently. I won't spoil what episode 24 will be about, but episode 25 will be another Ask Me Anything episode. I think that should be a fun way to say goodbye. And I'm giving you plenty of notice to send in any questions that you want to ask me or the guests. You can send them to any of the usual social accounts. Links in the description and a reminder at the end of the show. And I can tease that I've got a very exciting guest lined up for that one. Hopefully I'll be able to make an official announcement about their identity next episode, to give you all plenty of time to get your questions sent in, because I'm sure you will have plenty of things to ask this particular individual. I'd also like to just take a moment to reassure everyone that, even when the podcast has finally wrapped, I'll still be creating plenty of content to keep my fans and followers happy. For instance, if you think back all the way to near the start of this season, we discussed the wonders of AI art. Well, that's something that I finally started digging into myself, and I'm pretty excited to start showing off some of the stuff that I've been creating. In fact, I think I might just drop the first one on this coming Friday. Sexy Jessica and Co already have face-up Friday, so I could call it something similar to that. How about I go with face-reveal Friday, since I'll be debuting my digital self. Also up this week, we have International Kama Sutra Day on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, one of my very favourite days which I blog about every year. It's no panty day. If you see me out and about in the game then, I can assure you that I will be going commando for that one. Oh, and one other thing from me. When Caligula was on the show for our masturbation episode, you may recall that he promised to get me in his studio to take some pics for his ongoing Figures of Tranquility series. I'm thrilled to say that we recently made that happen and his pics dropped last week. If you haven't already, check those out on his Twitter. They are sexy as fuck, I promise you. And I think I can stop vamping now, because I've been joined by today's guest. Welcome to the show asex. I hope you have some great tales to tell.
1: Hey, and thank you for having me on your podcast, Laura. It's an honor to be here. But yeah, you sure can say I have seen and experienced a lot of things on 3DX. Like the time I almost got banned for calling someone an ass. It makes me happy that the in-game mods got removed.
0: Wait, what? I've never heard this story. I need to know more. Were those mods you mentioned also the ones who took care of the forum?
1: The mods were players on 3DX itself, and were taking care of players. Like if someone was rude and what not to another player, then they could actually ban them for a period of time. It was not the lady I called and asked that went to the mod in my case. It was one of her friends that did. But luckily for me, the mod, who was known to always take the side of the woman in any case also involving a man, let me off just with a warning as it was my first or second day on 3DX.
0: That's crazy. Imagine if world chat was policed like that now. There would be barely anyone left in the game. Don't worry, I won't ban you from the podcast for using words like us. Even if my text-to-speech service will do its best to try to block it. Like I said earlier though, they cannot stop me. It is a good reminder though, that we may be discussing adult themes, so bad language and sexual references are likely. Listener discretion is advised. Wow, I'm still trying to get my head round that. It's mental. I wasn't planning to dive right in like this but since you brought it up, why not? You must be one of the earliest players who are still active in the game right?
1: I am, yeah. I still think there are some players that are a bit older than me. I mean, 3DX came out, when was it? December 2012, and I joined in like, the next June or July. I can't exactly remember right now, but it was 2013. So yeah, I'm about to hit the big one zero for years in the game, which is crazy even to me. Like I don't even know how I'm still on 3DX after so long.
0: Do you mean that you're not sure how you haven't lost interest yet?
1: Yeah, pretty much. But as I always say to people that ask me about it, I’m here for the friends that I have made over the years, even though things like discord and whatnot exist to keep in contact. Nothing beats the feeling of sitting down at the sync club with a beer and talking things through with a friend on 3DX.
0: I feel you on that. I also find it amazing that the game has lasted that long. And I don’t mean that in a bad way. It's just that so many online games get launched but disappear in no time because there is not enough interest in them. It's pretty impressive that it's been around over a decade now. You've obviously managed to keep yourself busy with various different activities in the game. Porn producer being the most obvious one. I've always said that things like that help keep the game fresh and interesting for me.
1: Yeah, when it comes to that part of my life, I sometimes find myself looking back at where my interest in shooting started which was when I worked with Ramrod for the first time as my female self named Panthea. And yes, shocker, a guy playing a female avatar on 3DX. Since then I had Panthea production, and then later on Nace production came about as I went back to a male avatar after, like three or so years using the female
0: one. Ramrod. There's a blast from the past. And I still love that name. I don't think he ever forgave me for taking pics of him throat-fucking someone in Sing Club and then posting my pics on Tumblr before he could post his own pics. To be fair though. I did leave it like a week before I posted anything. And how was I to know that he was doing it for a shoot? I figured he was just having a good time with some random that he had hooked up with. But just to rewind to what you said a moment ago, I was intrigued to find out more about your panthea period. I appreciate it might be a little awkward to talk about. So I'm a little nervous to ask, and we can skip over that if you would prefer. But I would be interested to hear what your experience in transitioning from a female profile to a male avatar was like.
1: After three years, it was awkward as hell, especially when I had to confront my friends that had only ever known me as Panthea. I was so nervous that I lied at the start of it all. But I quickly gave in and just said, hey this is me and who I actually am. But the funny thing is that I only created Panthea because of some drama that had happened involving my very first male avatar, whose name was Raz.
0: I don't think it is quite so bad now, but I remember in my early years, there was just a general assumption that 95% of female players were actually guys. That sort of assumption didn't stop there from being plenty of drama when female players did come out as male. I suppose it depended quite heavily on what sort of relationships they had created with people, though. From my experience, friends would often be quite accepting. If they had partners though, that could be quite a shock. I've seen it play out both ways. I'd say it really came down to whether there was any sort of romance or physical aspect involved in those relationships. Just quickly on that note, funnily enough I was looking at some Spotify analytics for the podcast recently. In particular at what sort of demographics listen to the show. It may surprise a lot of people, especially those older players like us, but 57% of listeners who have Spotify accounts are female, with just 35% being male. The rest are either non-binary or not specified. Although it isn't exactly comparing apples to apples, because the show's listener base may not be a perfect representation of the larger community. I feel like that suggests there is a healthier gender balance than many would claim, and just shows how stupid some of the witch hunts of old were. It was so sickening to constantly see female players being told that they had to prove their gender. Especially in heated arguments on the forum, where guys who were losing an argument would always use it as a last resort to try to turn things in their favour. I'm so glad I was never on the receiving end of any of that treatment. Something else I was keen to ask you about was being part of Fuckers of Anarchy. But I'm not sure, did that begin whilst you were still Panthea, or had you already switched to Ace by that point?
1: I was in Fuckers of Anarchy or FOA for short, as Panthea, so the change happened while I was a member. I'm still a member to this day, but just as Ace.
0: Ah, so I suppose they all had your back then. Or did it cause any sort of problems? And, by the way, I didn't realise that FOA still existed now. To be honest, despite how long we've known each other, I've always been a bit scared to ask you about club stuff. I kind of always worried that there might have been some bad feelings towards Angels of Desire, because we came along afterwards with a similar sort of theme. I was convinced there would be some resentment, or idea that we had just copied what you were doing.
1: Yeah, they had my back. And no, I don't think there ever was like any bad blood between the clubs. At least not that I know of. I guess it may have before I joined FOA. But yeah, the fuckers are still around. Malvasia one of the members, she has her room open every Monday I believe. But that's as close to a party as we come now. We don't really hold big parties anymore, which I guess I can understand as it's hard to get people to come with all the party rooms there are
0: now. Before Angels of Desire started, I did go to a bunch of of anarchy parties, and they were always really good. Vero knew how to pick great songs to play, so I was always into the music when I attended, I made a conscious decision to stop going when I joined AOD, because I was worried of there being some sort of drama. Like I've said a few times recently, 3DX can be so tribal and territorial. All I will say is there was certainly some beef towards us from some other clubs that started later. And definitely some shit talking about us, which was complete bullshit. I'm glad to hear that that wasn't the case with you guys though. As I said, I always liked your parties. Great tunes for sure. I think the only FOA member I actually knew back then was Maylin. I've still got her on my friends list but haven't spoken to her in years. She was lovely though.
1: Maylin is a sweetheart, and many of the other members in FOA are also sweethearts. Like I think the FOA members are some of the most friendly people I have met, so people should not be scared to talk to us at all. But of course, I have met many other people that are also just as nice and friendly as well.
0: I guess, before we move on from FOA, it would be worthwhile just quickly mentioning what the club is all about. Because I think you were kind of trendsetters in many ways back then. For example, like I think you were the first club that I ever saw where members had club ID cards that they included in their profiles. Things like that are quite normal now, but very novel back then.
1: Yeah, FOA was a big trendsetter for sure when it came to being a club, and as you said, the card thing. But the club was mostly for friendship, I believe. The club was established by some friends back in 2014, then later on people like Vero and May joined it, and so on. At the moment, if I'm not mistaken, Vero and May might be the oldest members of FOA that are still active. I have seen Frank too, from time to time, and he was one of the original six who started FOA. But yeah, FOA did pioneer a bunch of things like ID codes and whatnot.
0: Cool, good stuff. Right, shall we talk about porn now? I think that's probably what you were mostly expecting to be talking about, before I ambushed you with questions about the dark and distant past.
1: I mean, maybe, but talking about other stuff is also nice, especially since there might be some stuff people didn't even know about the old days or good old days here.
0: Well, I've learnt a few things about you that I never knew. Although that got me trying to remember how we first met. Was it when I did my first shoot for you? Or did we already know each other?
1: I think we spoke a few times before we actually got into the talk about doing a shoot if I remember
0: right. It's weird that I don't remember actually. I'm normally very good with those sort of things. You're probably right though. I do remember that first shoot well though. It was in a laundry and I was worried that I was asking too many questions as it was the first photoshoot I'd done for someone else. I thought you'd never want to work with me again because I was bothering you too much with all my questions.
1: I don't mind people asking questions when I'm shooting them, as I have always said that people should ask if they are confused about something I have said. I'd rather that than they then do it wrong and just make me, not so much mad, but certainly irritated. But me being irritated is so rare it has only really happened once.
0: You can't tease us with that and then not give us the story behind it. And I completely agree about asking questions. When I am directing, I get nervous if I'm not being asked questions, especially if it is someone I'm working with for the first time.
1: Well, this goes back to when I was pan and had that production company. I was doing a shoot with a couple. I don't know what I did wrong if I did anything wrong at all. But we all know that shoots can take a long time. So these two people just started doing some role-play stuff in the middle of it all, making me irritated to the point where I almost called the shoot off.
0: Oh no, I'd guess that they probably didn't realise what is involved in those sorts of shoots.
1: That's most likely the case. But they stopped after I asked as kindly as I could in my irritated state to stop so we could move on with the shoot and so on.
0: You've got quite a large catalogue of shoots on your Ace production site, which you can tell us all about by the way. But is any of that older stuff still available anywhere? On Tumblr perhaps?
1: You mean from my panthea time? Yeah, the site is still up under a standard Wix styled link at acexion.wixsite.com. Slash Panthea Production. If anyone is interested in seeing my oldest stuff.
0: Cool. I don't think I've ever seen that. I'll stick the link to it in the episode description so anyone else who is interested can take a look. Anyway, Ace Production. What's it all about? What inspired you to do it in the first place, and what inspires you to keep doing it? I mean, you have a lot of shoots on your site. That's a lot of work that you've put into it over the years.
1: What inspired me in the first place is the creativity I can have with it. If you look at the shoots on the site, they all have like this little text by it. I usually find a place for the shoot, think of that little piece of text to describe the scene, and then go to work with the photos. However, since the photo shoot is the last part, of course the text can change in response to the shoot sometimes it doesn't fit completely as something might have changed in the shoot.
0: And they're not all standalone shoots, are they? You've done some shoots which form part of a series. Like you've done a couple of series of the slut bus, and you've done a backdoor babe series. Are there any others you have done as well?
1: Yes, the slut bus was when I honestly didn't have any ideas at all, and I loaded up the room that had a bus in it and I was like I can just change the colors on the bus and some of the stuff on the inside of it, then call it my slut bus, even though I know it's someone else that made it. I'm obviously happy that that person did, otherwise the slut bus series would never had happened. As for the Backdoor Babes series I had planned, I have to correct you on that one as I never managed to get that one done. I did start Ace's Naughty List back in December but I only got three shoots from it. Then I got really busy with work and other real-life things.
0: Yeah, life can often get in the way of things. Do you plan on going back to either the naughty list or backdoor babes?
1: As of now, I might wait to finish the rest of the naughty list until we get closer to next December. As for backdoor babes, I doubt that it will ever come to happen as I have been brewing another idea. Which is kind of a rip-off of the dancing bear porn that you can find on, well, most porn sites. But since we don't have a bear head to put on, it's gonna be a dancing pumpkin instead.
0: I must have missed that porn trend. If I find some spare time, I'll have to look it up before you start releasing any shoots from that series so I have some sort of idea of what the inspiration is. By the way, when starting something like that, how do you find models to work with? Do you pick ladies who you know you like to work with? Or do you wait for potential performers to approach you and ask if you have anything for them?
1: I tend to reach out to people that I have worked before to ask if they would like to be in the series. Although it does sometimes happen that someone new approaches me and asks me if they can take part in something I am working on. That is pretty rare though. As we all know, Ladies on 3D extend to be the type that insist on you having to talk to them first before they will talk to you.
0: Guilty as charged. But only because talking to people I don't know scares me. Also, I'm convinced that most people have better things to do than be bothered by me, so I'll just let them approach me. Anyway, we're running out of time, so there are two quick questions I'd like to ask before we go. These are both super important so I hope you are prepared for these. Firstly, are you team socks for guys, or do you not care about having a sock option?
1: Socks are nice, so yeah, team socks for guys.
0: Fuck yeah. Socks for all. And now, this is the single most important question I will ask. Are you ready?
1: Most likely not, but shoot me with it.
0: Pineapple on pizza. Do you approve, or do you think it is pure evil? Please think about this very carefully. Many listeners will judge you based on your answer.
1: I ain't the biggest fan of pineapple on pizza, so I would have to say no. I can eat it, but I'd rather not if it can be avoided.
0: Okay, I'll say that you more or less gave the right answer there. At least, in my opinion anyway. It's still a very hard no from me. Anyway, it's been wonderful having you with me on the show. Before we go, do you have anything you would like to advertise? Your website? social media accounts, or whatever.
1: Well, for people that want to have a look at my website with all my shoots, it's on aceproduction.me, and you can find me at acex underscore 3DX on Twitter. That's about it. I don't really use anything else.
0: Cool. I'll stick links to both of those down in the description.
1: Well thanks again for having me on here it was a pleasure.
0: Thank you for joining me for this. Well, slightly aimless chat. Like I said at the top of the show, we'll be talking all about the world of BDSM, and how that can fit within the world of 3 dx chat in two weeks' time. If you have any questions on that topic, which you would like putting to our seasoned experts, hit me up with those on Twitter, either at Laura underscore TWK, or at 3DxTTSpod, or you can jump into our Discord using the link in the description. Also, start sending in those Ask Me Anything questions for the season finale. Right, I think that is me done for this week. Once again, thanks to ASEX for joining me for this quick little chat, and thank you to everyone who has tuned in to listen. See you again in two weeks time. Take care until then.